Welcome back to the Today we'll be listening to chapter 11 called At Sugar Kings. And I hope you enjoy this chapter. His name was Alfred Kane, but his friends called him Sugar. Sugar Kane was the owner of one of the largest candy distributing companies in the East. Chances are, if you've ever bought <coughs> a candy bar, East and Ohio River, it came from Alfred Kane's warehouse. It was a very large business, but Sugar Kane was still interested in everyone who worked for him. So when he saw Mac's big rig pull up in the warehouse yard, Mr. Kane was very much relieved. So Mac and Henry, they had made that telephone call to Mrs. Green, you see. And the happy, tearful conversation it was. As soon as Mac dropped off his load of candy, he was going to take Henry home. Henry liked Mr. Kane the minute he saw him. There was something about the twinkle in his eye that made even his spectacles didn't hide, that made him seem friendly. With his gray hair and mustache, Mr. Kane looked out, looked not a little like Santa Claus. Sir Grace, do you know what spectacles are? That's right, it's another word for glasses. Henry liked Mr. Kane's office too. It was warm and cozy, and the walls were lined with shelves containing every single product the big warehouse handled. Imagine seeing every kind of candy bar, cookie, and cake all in one spot. Made you hungry just to be there. When they had, they had seated themselves and recounted their adventure, laughing quite a bit in the bargain, Mr. Kane leaned forward in his chair and took a long, close look at Henry. Henry Green, he said, if it won't offend you, I would like to ask you something about those big brown spots you seem to have all over. It seemed to Henry that he had to explain a million times. But he went through the story again from beginning to end. Mr. Kane was listening closely, paying keen attention to Henry's every word. When Henry finished, Mr. Kane spoke. So you say that Dr. Fargo of yours called it chocolate fever, eh? Hmm. I find that terribly interesting. I find it just plain terrible, said Henry. Big, brown, ugly spots all over, looking like a freak. People staring at me, and all because of chocolate. And all because of chocolate, Mr. Kane echoed. He shook his head once or twice, and a strange look came over his face. There was a long silence. When Alfred Kane spoke again, it was in a quiet voice. Henry Green, he said, let me tell you a story. It's about a boy I once knew, a boy like you. Oh, this boy loves chocolate, too, like you once did. Chocolate in the morning, yes, morning, noon, and night. He ate that magic stuff. If you think you have invented new ways of chocolate, this so did this lad. Chocolate-covered fried chicken, chocolate French toast, chocolatey syrup. There was no end to the ways of the chocolate that this boy I'm speaking of. Like you, a strange thing happened to him. In fact, the very same thing. You mean, said Henry, suddenly excited. Yes, said the old man with a nod. Big brown spots all over. Chocolate fever, Henry explained. The very same. Henry could hardly contain himself. But how did he? Was he cured, you mean, Alfred Kane? Was smiling now? The, the cure was in two parts. 
And the first was the most important. <clears throat> you see, this boy I once knew had to learn to very sad lesson. It's all young people must do. Although life is grand and pleasure is everywhere. We can't have everything we want every time we want it. It's a hard lesson when it comes in time. Yes, said Henry. I think I understand. Maybe I had too much of a good thing. Indeed. I'll eat less chocolate then. Only when I really, really want to. Very good. This is half the battle. In the second half, Henry asked. Alfred Kane smiled. Very simple. When you think about it, what is the exact opposite of chocolate? What is uh, one flavor that is the reverse of chocolate we know and love? Vanilla. Mr. Kane walked slow to his desk, opened the top right-hand drawer, and brought out the small white box. Vanilla pails, Henry Green. The very thing that will cure your chocolate fever within the hour, and that is if you have truly learned the first and hardest part of your cure. Henry could hardly speak. He wanted to laugh. He was so happy he wanted to cry. He was so sad, but all he could do was nod. Hoo-hoo, said Mac with a whoop. Vanilla pills, who, could have, who would have thought? There's one more thing, Mr. Kane said. That young man I spoke about, the one who reminded me of so much of you. Yes. When he grew up, he decided to spend his life bringing joy and happiness to others. And the way he did, it, you see, it was to bring chocolate to the world and make sure that when anyone wanted pleasure, there would be chocolate some places close by. Henry thought he knew who the other boy was. His name, he asked. His name was Alfred Kane, said Alfred Kane. But his friends called him Sugar. Mr. Kane stepped forward and shook Henry's hand. Now you run along with Mac, and if you take those pills on the way, I guarantee that your chocolate fever will be gone by the time you get home. Goodbye now, and remember what I said. Goodbye, Mr. Kane, said Henry. You can call me Sugar. And you can call me Henry. I hope you enjoyed that last chapter. Now we found out that antidote to chocolate fever is vanilla pills. And we're hoping that Henry has learned his lesson that too much chocolate is not a good thing.